holy chatter. So good news. The man that we were davening for, we were learning for yesterday, um, Alexander Davidov ben Sarah Rachel, he is uh, in stable condition. Uh, he's doing well, Baruch Hashem. And uh, we're going to continue, continue uh, our learning for the schus Shalima of my dear father, Nisim and Lydia. And if anybody here has any names that they'd like to send me, um, a few people that are really in dire need of uh, help, uh, learning together, Shmir Salashan is a huge segula for healing. So be in touch. Okay, so our halacha is like this today. You might have good reason to listen to someone's bad words, okay, someone's negative words, their Lashon Hara, but does that give the person that says it a good enough reason to say it? So what are we talking about? So the the example that they give here is like this. Your neighbor starts telling you about this young uh, boy that's learning, that's working for him in his warehouse, and he's really not impressed with him. He's complaining about the boy's intelligence. He's complaining about his work ethic. He's complaining about his dress. He's really, really annoyed with this boy that's working for him. What he doesn't know is that this information is important to you. Okay, it's important information to you. Why is it important to you? Because the same boy was suggested to your daughter uh, for a shidduch, for a marriage partner. So are you allowed to keep listening? So the halacha is like this. So the speaker is saying Lashon Hara. In his head, he's unloading, right? But for you, it's constructive. For you, this report is necessary because you need to know you need to know things that about, especially someone that might marry your daughter, right? So that's constructive. That con- falls under the category of to'elas. That's constructive speech. So what are you supposed to do? So the halacha is like this. If the speaker is not speaking for a constructive purpose, which in this case he's not, his words are Lashon Hara, okay? From on his end, what he's saying is Lashon Hara, and it's considered Lashon Hara. And the listener is not allowed to listen, okay? Why are you not allowed to listen? Because you're actually, it's considered putting a stumbling block in front of somebody else. What does that mean? It means that if you sit there and listen to his report, even though it's constructive for you, for him, because he's just unloading, because he's just saying Lashon Hara, for him, you you sitting there quietly and listening to him, it's egging him on to continue speaking to you and then continue unloading to you. Okay? So you're not allowed to do that because that's considered putting a stumbling block in front of a blind person. Okay? Putting a stumbling block the blind person is going to fall. Because you're putting it in front of him. And it's the same way. You're sitting in front of him. You're sitting there allowing him to continue speaking by listening. And so that's not allowed. Okay? But, okay, you're allowed to then, you're allowed to say to him, okay, you're allowed to say, listen, what you're saying is constructive for me to hear. It's constructive for me to hear. You don't have to give him the reason. You don't have to tell him because he's he's gonna he was suggested for my daughter. You don't need to do that. But you could say this is actually constructive for me to hear, and that puts a whole different spin on it. He says, um, if you let him know that that his words are constructive and that's why you're listening, then it falls under the category of toelas. Okay, and you have to make sure that also that he fall he he meets all the all the five requirements of constructive speech. So that way he can give you the, over the negative information. Um, we have our cla- our holy chatter 
uh, a few months back, we did a whole segment on to'elas, which is constructive speech, and the five um, the five conditions of words in lashon hara being constructive words. Okay, so what are the, there are five there are five conditions that a person has to meet in order for the, his words to be constructive. If you want to learn about to'elas, I urge you, urge you, urge you to learn about to'elas, and it's back. If you look, if you go back on the podcast, you'll see it there. You'll see a whole segment on a bunch of different ones on to'elas, the five rules of to'elas, the five conditions of to'elas, what are they, different examples, um, lots of good stuff. Okay, so that's that. And um, he says, he says like this, he says, a lemon tree produces sour fruit, right? A peach tree produces sweet fruit. If parents want their children to be sweet fruit, they have to make sure that sweetness runs through the fibers of their home. Okay, that means that their their conversations, their observations, whatever is going on in the house is in a is in a positive spirit. Okay, it's not dark, negative, angry, forceful, judging. If you want your kids to come out to be kids that are healthy, to be kids that are happy, to be kids that have a chance, a positive chance at life, and the environment that they're growing in has to be a positive soil, has to be a good soil. Okay, there's you can say things in many ways, and somehow, if you can try this on your kids, instead of yelling at them next time, if you can speak to their heart, if you could say to them without begging them, straight, straightforward, telling them what's bothering you and what you would like to see, but in a calm tone, in a nice tone, it doesn't have to be sweet and 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 you know all over the place. Just in a straightforward, calm tone, and say, "This is what I expect from you, and this really bothers me when you do this, and I would really appreciate if you did this and this instead." Right, as opposed to yelling and screaming and putting them down, that is a much healthier environment for them to have actually a chance at having a positive life. Okay, um, if you want to know what a child hears at home, simply listen to him talk. Children whose parents see the world in a positive light and express positive ideas within their home are children who exude these traits in their own interactions. On the other hand, on the other hand, parents with a sour view on life often produce fruit. Of the same like. That means that we're not only choosing our own approach to people and relationships when we choose our words. We are choosing the approach our children will have as well. Okay? It's a it's a double whammy. It's you working you choosing your words carefully, the words that you say at home, the words that you say with your friends, with your family members, to yourself. Those words, that environment, that energy that you're creating around you, it's actually going to determine the kind of words your kids are going to say, how they're going to interact. If they're going to, now they're, maybe they're little, but when they get older, are they going to be able to keep a job? Are they going to be able to speak nicely to their boss? Are they going to be able to uh, keep their marriage together? Are they going to, right? Depends on what kind of an environment they grow in. Otherwise, it might take them till they're 40, 56 years old to, to even catch on to the fact that they're mean and they're not nice, and they're not kind, and that's why people are staying away from them. And maybe some people even get to much older ages, and they still don't realize that, hey, I'm just negative, I'm forceful, I'm judgmental, I'm critical, I'm mean, right? Even though they have a kind heart, sometimes just because they grew up in such an environment, that's how they end up acting, and then they wonder why things are so hard for them, right? He says that, this idea is an effective one to keep at the front burner of our minds as we make our way through the daily interactions of our lives. We all want our children to grow up to be happy people, beloved by others. If that's what we want to reap, 
then that's what we have to cultivate. And that's what we have to show them. And that's what we have to exude. And it's really possible. And I think that having someone, I'm just going to say a little PS here from my own two cents, that I think that if you are able to, because a lot of us grew up in dysfunctional homes, so we kind of carry that. If you're able to have a space once a week, twice a week, three times a week, where you're sharing stuff, where you're getting things off your mind, where you're getting things off your heart, you're going to be in a much better place for other people around you in your life. You will have, you won't have a, such a need to snap at people, to boss people around, to criticize people, to speak lashon hara. You're gonna feel better inside, and people that feel better inside just end up doing better on the outside and being just being better, kinder, sweeter, kind, just better people to be around. And that's really, really our lesson for tonight. What's important in life? Have a beautiful night.